how do we re-listen yeah, 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 yeah. to oh, what we just yeah. recorded? Yeah. And now, now we both we remembered. Remember the second, my second so, question. So, so what was your question again? Yeah. My question is that how do you know the... In, so once the painter, you know, artist finishes um, her or his work, mm. so the, 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 the artwork starts to deteriorate mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and when we need practice, to do the right? conservation, yes, yes. Yeah. So, how do you know when you need to do the con conservation? Um, uh, you know, whether that's the artist's intention mm. or it's the result of the deterioration. Mm. Okay. So. so, so, so when we are doing conservation, like, how do you know? You know, if some parts of um, artwork are intended to deteriorate yeah, yeah. or if it's better to preserve the original condition right um, like so, the color seems odd right or... yeah, yeah 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 so so traditional art I guess um, you know the artists uh, were like it's sort of generally understood that we all think that it's best to return to its original condition um, unless it's specifically documented by the artist that the part of the artwork is the deterioration uh, which is more of a new concept I think there might be some contemporary artists who produce artwork with deterioration in mind um, I cannot think of any particular example as of now but um, sort of more contemporary artists, I think, they the, the whole point of the artwork, for instance, is to observe that process of deterioration or to observe the process of change over right, time. Right. But generally speaking, things that we do conserve are things that is wildly uh, widely understood to be to 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 um it's sort of agreed by many people that this should return to the original condition mm. so and this is where it gets a little tricky because it's not like anyone gets to say oh i want this artwork to be conserved mm. right like the decision making is done by many people and i don't know the full extent of who decides to conserve one artwork over the other. Mm. Like, um, a lot of people want to conserve, let's say, Leonardo da Vinci's work mm. because we think he's important, we think his artwork is important, and a lot of people are willing to put money towards mm. that. But are we like every time we're putting money into Da Vinci artwork, we might be missing the opportunity to conserve other equally important artwork. Mm. So like there's a little bit of, you know, non-scientific discussion that mm. happens in terms of who gets priority and what mm. um, and how much, I guess. Mm. So, so it's not just purely sort of this artwork is in a dire condition mm. and needs a lot of work. It's mm. not just that. But oftentimes, uh, that's the reason. So like maybe things 
So some artworks are uh, very easy to fall apart and easy to deteriorate. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and there's already a known amount of value, uh, whether it's uh, monetary value for that artwork or if it's just sort of you know human cultural heritage value. Mm-hmm. Um, like we all think that this particular artwork from this era from mm-hmm. this. Um, people these sets of people are like anthropologically important mm. for instance then that's that's when we decide that okay the conservation of this let's say like murals or um this architecture is very important and mm. that's why we do it mm. so um and and it's very it's it's just sort of our own decision it's not always clear if the artist wanted the artwork mm. to be conserved. Mm. But assuming that they all wanted it to look like when it was completed, mm. um, it is still a lot of research that happens. You know, how exactly did it look like? Because mm. when you're dealing with artworks from like many centuries ago, you have no photographs mm. of what it looked like before. And even mm. if there was any photograph of it, it's usually probably not good enough resolution or right. good enough quality to really tell what it looked like right. it, in, in like a very, very detailed way. Mm. And that's why um, scientific team, like what I do, we try to understand and sort of do a detective job of... Uh, molecular or sort of material level mm. detection mm. on how it what, might change yeah. over time like estimation like yeah method. we can we we there there's there's a research area in our field where people look at and also try to quantify uh, the extent of fading mm-hmm. of different inks different paints mm. uh, how much light exposure causes mm it to fade Mm. in a visible way Mm. and um there's also um like even more sort of advanced Mm. study Mm. of that is you know it's one thing for the fading to be noticeable by human Mm. eyes Mm. but fading really is a photochemical reaction Mm -hmm. right photochemical breakdown Mm -hmm. of the ink or the 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 sort of pigment molecule Mm or the binding medium, or the the, the, the base material like mm-hmm. paper or canvas mm-hmm. itself. So, and, or, or frequently, it's a combination mm-hmm. of all of these materials yeah. that are present in yeah. the artwork. So, um, it's a really complex photochemistry, mm-hmm. and um, it always sort of, it takes a lot of time for it to be noticeable by human mm-hmm. eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time it's noticeable to us, the process has already gone, mm-hmm. you know, like already happened yeah. to a pretty severe extent. So there are researchers who are trying to catch these super early mm-hmm. sign of fading mm-hmm. and um, quantify it mm-hmm. and make sort of like flag the conservation community oh, like, hey, this, this short term alteration Mm -hmm. they're trying to predict long term yeah 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 they're trying to they're trying to uh sort of systematically study how much light exposure causes this much 
fading mm-hmm. for various materials mm-hmm. or the combination of materials. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a research area. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like, it's not the, the damage is usually, you know, not fading is one example mm-hmm. of the damage. You know, it could be cracks. It mm-hmm. could be a um, bunch of other things. One of the mm-hmm. more interesting things, which maybe I should talk about in um, the, the Ronbun Shokai episode one mm-hmm. of these days, mm-hmm. um, which I would love to mm-hmm. is, um, soap development so in like traditional western paintings the stuff that are present in on canvas are binding mm. mediums which mm-hmm. are what binds the pigments to the canvas mm. so that's usually some sort of gooey mm-hmm. material which is usually protein of some kind mm-hmm. um you know people traditionally used uh egg whites or like mm-hmm. oil to you know
it starts becoming a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, certainly... It can be so slow. Right. And, and certainly artists had no clue right. that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it is n- probably not their intention to get mm-hmm. this fixed, mm-hmm. but we should still do that nonetheless. Yeah. 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 So... There are many things like that. Mm. But you raise a good question because there's a lot of, as I said earlier, um, non-scientific reasons, Mm -hmm. decision-making process that Mm. happens Mm. when an artwork gets decided to be conserved. Mm. So um, it's not always up to us. Um, it's up to a lot of people <laughs> and um, some popularity or popularity you know sometimes I, I this is the part I know a lot less about but I think like you know who's paying for these conservation mm. right you know mm. and I think they must probably have some say in what mm. gets conserved like yeah. some people think it's more important to conserve van gogh than mm. hokusai for mm. instance and yeah. um and if that's the case then hokusai doesn't get the priority right. um and a lot of it it, it kind of raises another question it's like you know who decides what's worth yeah. conserving what is the value what, yeah like who, who decides, decides who decides yeah. that this is worth conserving mm. Who decides that this needs to be conserved for future generation, yeah. you know? And I think we need to be really careful about how and why we do it, mm. which is really difficult when there's private, like private source money involved, mm-hmm. like donors, yeah. you know, because they get to decide, but like, yeah. who is to say that they're making a good decision? Right. So, mm. lots of problems. Yeah. yeah. But that's sort of how we do it, yes. That's it for the show today. Thanks for listening and find us on X at Ego de Science. That is E-I-G-O-D-E-S-C-I-E-N-C. See you next time.